Happy New Year to you, man. Yeah, happy mm-hmm. Festivus, mm-hmm. happy Kwanzaa. Uh, happy the, all the things. Happy all of the things. And it's 2015, bro. It is 2015. It's the, fir- it's the first podcast of the new year. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's sure something. It's something. Uh, you have a... Uh, a new addition to the to the podcast family to the I do. Pod. I do. I have a big a big fat addition to okay. the family. Um, and uh, we, well, let me just say, uh, I think I think longtime listeners will know that this radio broadcast is the theater of the mind, <laughs> and we like to, you know, we want to we want to bring that 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 ambiance that that theatricality to them. Uh, the behind the candelabra, behind the candelabra, if you will. So uh, we have this new device um, that lets us do that. And uh, would you like to? Um, well, this, one this, one Swedish made penis enlarger. That's not my bag, baby. So basically, <laughs> okay. So here's the story. Brandon already knows, so I'm saying this to Brandon for everyone's benefit. We got a new mixer, and um, it lets us do fun stuff like play sound effects live while we're recording. Because Excellent. until now, we've had to pretend that we had sound effects, and then I put them in later. <laughs> It's not, which I'm sure most people could probably tell, but we never acknowledge that. So do you have to assign, do you assign a sound effect to a certain like button or Yeah, I've got a, I've got knob? A, I've got an <laughs> button or knob. I've got an app on my iPad that lets me assign sound effects. So, wow. Yeah. So for instance, uh, you might recognize this longtime Aircon pod uh, sound effect. Are you, are you ready for this? Ready. Okay. Wow, that's really loud. Was it? It was really loud on my end. Oh, wow. Sorry. That's okay. The mixer's turned pretty high up. I didn't say I didn't like it. I know you liked it. Okay, so so you get all the ones that you've known and loved before, but I, I went through today and I got a few extras too, if you'd like to, to hear some. Sure, and I have a couple of suggestions. Good. I need I need some suggested ones because the ones I have are not great. Uh, so uh here's number one um you may have heard this before before we started rolling wow so that that one's keeping things super classy that's scout that's no that's generic fart sound (laughs) Uh, generic generic scout fart generic scout fart uh this one i thought was pretty good all right wow it's a goat wow and then i got a splat which is pretty good (laughs) And then I thought, hey, if the, if the train's coming through, we could do something like this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I like that. I so like that. So got some good stuff. I also, I also got this one. This one's pretty good. I think I think this one's gonna work its way into the show. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that that could be like uh, you know when I'm trying to look up stuff. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of instead of five minutes of what was that hillbilly uh, song you played like Redneck Rodeo or something I don't know I think it was uh, Foggy Mountain Breakdown <laughs> probably sounds about right yeah 
Uh, I have two suggestions. Okay, I'm writing them down. Uh, my first suggestion is uh, I would love for you to get the nerd alert drop from Austin Powers. Ah, uh, I didn't even think of that. That's a good one. Okay. Okay, because that's something that I that's that just saves that just saves me having to say to say it. You'll still say it. Nerd alert. <laughs> I mean, let's not beat around the bush. You'll still say it. Uh, uh my roommate freshman year. It, that was his uh, sign-on audio. Like if someone, like for all his friends, if they if they like joined uh, Instant Messenger or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. like he would have he would have Instant Messenger on, like just open on his computer, and then anytime someone uh, got on, I uh, God, I don't even know how to say it anymore. It's been so long. I am. Um, they it would like scream nerd alert, nice. and he always had it turned way up, which nice. was funny. Uh, the second one I have is I would love for you to get the Law and Order gavel sound. Ooh, good one. For when we, like, make a ruling on something. Like, this show sucks, or you should watch this show. Dun, dun. dun. Yeah, dun, dun. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So those are my two suggestions. I, w- I will think I like of more, and I implore the listeners all, how many of our downloaders? Oh, hundreds, hundreds. 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 Hundreds upon hundreds of downloaders. Many, to please, many hundreds. Please tweet it, tweet at us like you usually do. Um, it may take us a while to get through them all, but we still ask you to send them in anyway. Yeah, I mean, it might take us a couple of weeks to get through right. everything, but it'll be worth it. It will be worth it in the end. Yeah. Uh, so good. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. I'm excited for this mixer. We're like professional-esque. Esque, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget the esque. <laughs> At the end there. <laughs> it leaves uh, leaves a little bit. It's like our uh, it's like our, our title, you know? Irrational confidence. We do we, have uh, plenty of irrational we, confidence. We have uh yeah, we have lofty goals for ourselves. We sure do. Uh even if no one else does. That's right. So uh speaking of lofty goals, holy uh agenda topic list. Yeah, I got a lot of topics on here. Yeah, lots of topic. Lots it's a top it's a it's a topical night. It is kinda, yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, let's uh, just get right in, right down and dirty. Okay, let's do it. All right, uh, we got a lot of TV stuff. As a matter of fact, since you added stuff, I'm going to pull up our show notes here. Yeah, um, you, would, you probably should. Yeah, um, we got a ton of TV stuff to talk about, yep, and, yep, yep. and we're going to start off with something that we're probably not even going to care about. Okay, but but we feel obligated. <laughs> yeah, to talk as you about look it. down the list, and you're like, like "Wow, oh, we don't, don't we don't really care about that." Um, That's okay. So uh, there's going to be a Walking Dead spinoff. Yes. Uh, uh, cue we, fart we talk, sound. We've, we've talked about that's You're the one that controls the board, man. Oh, yeah. You sorry. Can, you don't have to say it. You oh. can just do it. <laughs> so there's going to be a Walking Dead spinoff. And, oh, man. we gotta we got to work on this. Yeah. We, we, we get, we're gonna, it's going to take about 72 episodes for us to get this <laughs> all straight. Uh, so we're, we've got a Walking Dead spinoff coming. It's going to take place in Los Angeles. And... Uh, Eh. We were okay. So initially, we were very unexcited about this, and that unexcitedness uh, grew stronger until who was it that was casting it that got us? Get, I know, especially got me very upset that I was going to have to start watching it at least oh, at the beginning. Crap, I can't even remember now. Oh come on, I'm buddy. a horrible person. Uh, okay, so uh, any any other news with that Walking Dead thing? While I look up, um, how about you? How about you play that drop? Um, the the. Uh, this one? Yeah. <laughs> ah! Kim, Kim Dickens. Oh, yeah, Kim Dickens. That, that was great, see? But you can't laugh while it's playing because they can't hear I'll it. I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> 
Oh, Kim Dickens. Uh, That's why we have to watch it, or at least give it a watch for like the first episode. I do really like Kim Dickens. Oh, I love and, Kim Dickens. Yeah, so I mean, I'll give it a shot for her at least. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Got a shot for Kim Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so wa- Walking Dead. Uh, we'll keep him abreast of that. Uh, no pun intended. I see what you did there. Um, moving on. Um, moving right Except, along. Was there move? Was there more? There more, was definitely more not more to The Walking Dead. There was less to talk. There was about. there was actually less. I should have stopped a little while ago. Um, so I got a, a bit of news here about a show that's coming up, but we don't really know much about it. A wee bit, but I am intrigued. Okay. Uh, it turns out David Fincher, who we know and love, and mm-hmm. uh, James Elroy, who was the writer, friend, friend of the show, friend of the show, David, David Fincher, yes. Yeah. Um, and James Elroy, who was the writer of L.A. Confidential. He still is the writer of L.A. Confidential. Uh, he has still written it. Um, can, I, can I have an a unpopular opinion alert? Of course you can. You didn't uh, like it, did you? We need to get a drop for that. No, I never saw it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not unpopular opinion. we got to come up with a good one for unpopular opinion alert. Um, um, like a shocked, like, yeah, we need like a shocked a crowd no- noise. How about, yeah, like, how about... <gasps> No, I need, like, shock and awe. That's what I need. Wow. Yes. Please. Manhattan Project. Um, <laughs> I never saw it. Uh, oh, you never saw it. Oh, I think you'd like it. It's pretty good. Russell Crowe? Yeah, Russell Crowe and... Um, it wasn't for... Guy Pierce? La- it wasn't for saying, whoa, I don't want to watch... I back away, LA Confidential. I don't want any part of you. It just... it You know, it came out at a, at a funny time in my life. <laughs> I was at a crossroads. <laughs> Uh, I actually, actually, I was as it works. I think it came out around the same time as that Bone Thugs and Harmony song. Um, 95, 96, was it somewhere around there? Uh, that sounds right. Um, but I don't here, remember. Here, play, play the drop again. Where, I'm you gonna look play, it up. play a different one. I got, I got a really good one. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. It's pretty long. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for it to stop. That's like two minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to let me know that, bro. Sorry, you got to cut all these down to. to yeah, I need, uh, I got to do some work on them. So, uh, the Crossroads by Bone Thugs and Harmony uh, was wow, a Grammy award-winning song. Crazy. Uh, released in '96, LA Confidential was released in '97. Oh, well, there you go. So right around the same time. There you go. I'll be damned. See you at the crossroads. Yeah, you will. So you won't be lonely. Mm-mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, L.A. Noir piece on HBO. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, are you? Uh, did they have a anyone to do the acting we, for this? See, that's the problem. We don't know. We know it. They're developing a 1950s noir drama. I think you said that. Um, we don't have any details. We don't have any cast, and we don't have a release date. All we know is that oh. they're developing it, and it's going to be on HBO. Oh, we have so much information for our listeners. Lots of information. That's why Excellent. you tune in. That's why you tune in for for uh, a bit of the info, and you, to get the rest of it, you got to go somewhere else. Yes, you tune in for the info and the goats and the fart sounds. Wow. This is, I should put this iPad away because this is really tempting to just do like an hour of fart sounds. Um, okay, so there's that. Um, we also had, um, and you're not going to believe this. I haven't had a chance to watch them, but I'll put a link in the show notes. We have had four new teasers for Better Call Saul. Wow. I have not seen them either. Yeah. I'm sure they're great. I just had a time to go watch them. But they were in the show notes. So we had to talk about them. 
Oh, okay. So there you go. Uh, when is this? Sh- the show's coming out in February, right? I knew you were going to ask that, so I wrote it down. It is coming. It's a two-night <laughs> premiere, uh, February 8th and 9th. I'm training you, you know? Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> baby steps to the premiere. Yep. Uh, speaking Title. of... Speaking of TV uh, shows coming uh, soon, Fargo season two. Uh-huh. Not that it's coming soon, but it's a TV show. So there was my it transition. It is a TV show. Uh, they re- revealed a couple more cast members. Okay. Hit, hit uh, me with them. So I uh, cast as a sheriff in whatever town they're going to have this in is Ted Danson. What? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> silver, the silver fox. Wow. Uh, and cast as Lou Solverson mm-hmm. is Patrick Wilson, who Patrick Wilson. probably don't know. The yeah. only thing I can kind of remember him from was the movie The A-Team. Mm, I didn't see it. Oh, uh, you should have. It was good. It had the Neesons in it. Uh, the Neesons? The Neesons. It's yeah. in Liam Neeson? From, yeah, the oh, Neesons. From, from Key and uh, Peele. Yeah. From Key and Peele, the Neesons, yeah. right. Okay, Neesons. I got you. Uh, I'm hip. He, I'm was like the, he was like the D-bag in A-Team. But, uh, but yeah, I don't. he was in a couple of other like, TV shows that didn't really make it and stuff like that. But anyway, he's playing uh, Lou Solverson. Okay, cool. So there you go. Uh, in addition to, obviously, we've already announced like Nick Offerman's in it. And Wait, Kirsten- what? Did I know that? Uh, I thought we talked about it. Nick Offerman's in it, and so is Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons. Okay. Spe- oh, I like Jesse Plemons. Um, speaking of Nick Offerman, huh? uh, available on Netflix streaming right now as we speak. It's mm. it's breaking news. Uh, That's not our breaking oh, news drop. S- sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh- <laughs> uh, you need to put our breaking news drop on there, All right, too. This is breaking news. Uh, Dear God, I can't hear anything now. (laughs) (laughs) By breaking, I mean breaking your eardrums. Um, So um, uh, available now on Netflix streaming is Nick Offerman's brand new stand-up special, American Ham. And it's pretty darn good. My wife and I watched it, and it's very funny. Kind of funny because he likes meat. and He does like meat, and he's he's a goddamn American. He is an American. Please and thank you. Yep. Uh, cool. So, oh, um, moving right along, mm-hmm. uh, to more premieres. This was a very exciting day. Uh, we actually did get, you already played the breaking news drop, so we don't need to do it again, but the uh, premiere dates. Do you want me to do a dates, different one? You do like a fart or something? Wow. If you, if you never play another fart sound, then life will be okay for me. All right. Uh, Deleting the fart from the board. <laughs> premiere dates announced for Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Veep, mm-hmm. and Silicon Valley. Yes. Same day. There, that was what an easy announcement. April 12th. I know what I'm doing April 12th. Wow. That's crazy. I think... I'm uh, waiting for those yeah. three to show up on HBO well, Go. Well, remember what happened with Game of Thrones, and it was... Uh, it, oh, like, shut down. Right. HBO Go, like, got killed, right? Maybe I, mean, I ought to just watch it on, you know, like, TV TV. Yeah, I know. Like an animal. Like an animal. Uh, so there on... So on April 12th, you'll be able to, to watch those shows. And then on two days before that... So to give you something to do uh, before April 12th, you will be able to binge watch 13 episodes of Daredevil on Netflix. Daredevil. Daredevil is the Marvel comic uh, Netflix show that they've contracted with Marvel for a bunch of different. We talked about like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and all these like TV series that are coming to Netflix. Mm -hmm. And the first one is Daredevil. Uh, I do remember that now. The very bad movie 
that was made with Ben Affleck and uh-huh. John Fav- and John Favreau. Favreau was in that. Yeah, Favreau was in that, and so and Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner and Colin Farrell. Yes, Colin, Colin Mockery. Huh? Colin Mockery. No, Colin Farrell was oh. like Deadshot or Bullseye. It would have been a lot that. funnier if Colin Mockery was Deadshot. Who's Who's Colin Mockery? He's on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Is, uh, it, is that the guy who looks like from, a clown? He's bald. Yeah, he kind of looks like a clown without ma- without any clown makeup. But he's Canadian. So. That explains it. Yeah. Um, so Daredevil, April 10th on Netflix, all 13 episodes. And okay. you know how we do love the binge. We do love the binge. So 13 one-hour episodes available. Um, yeah, that sounds – I'll watch it. Shit. I mean <laughs> – I think I think it's going to gain a lot of viewers or get a lot of viewers simply because of the binge watching aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The fact that they're all available, I think that's going to be uh, I'll finally be able to um, appreciate how most people watch uh, House of Cards in that respect come February. You yeah. know, when when it's brand new, and obviously you know, I had the the ability to, to to do it at my leisure with the first three three seasons, right? Two seasons. Forget how many I binged. Two God. seasons, yeah. And the third se- one's coming. Two seasons, yeah. So, uh, but to be able to pull that whole season on then the current season and, and see how quickly we can get through it should be interesting come February, right? Mid-February, end of February. That is correct, sir. For uh, House of Cards. Uh, but speaking of binge, I, uh, I, you know, I finished House of Cards mm-hmm. or just before the holidays. I think I did it in just about a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, then had to move on to other things, and I actually binged watched uh, a show on the on the CW. Did you? Did you? Called, called the Hundred. I've heard good things about this show. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I, and I think I tweeted this. It's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it definitely appeals to that CW demographic, you know, as I think the Flash does that younger kind of like mid-20s, young adult kind of genre, mm-hmm. um, just with the actors and stuff. But it's got a cool adult cast. It's got Desmond from Lost. Ooh. Uh, it's got, what's your, I think her, it's got the girl who played April O'Neil in uh, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Forget her name. Paige something. Okay. Um, she's pretty hot. And uh, <laughs> it's got some, uh, it's got some good eye candy in the uh, young adult uh cast would you so. say it's for millennials uh what what's the millennials age i don't know younger than us wow yeah i would say probably like the 21 <laughs> maybe 18 to maybe 18 to 30 yeah probably 18 to 30 demo but i mean i still liked it because i think there's enough of an adult like of the adult storyline mm-hmm. to kind of pull them together and I, it's kind of interesting um i think one person described it as uh, Lost meets Battlestar Galactica. Okay. As a, it's like a post-apocalyptic. The there was nuclear war, and then the remain remainder of the human race had to go up on this satellite and is living on pretty much living on the space station for the last hundred years almost. And then uh, now the space station is about to like break down, and so they have to send they send a hundred of these juvenile delinquents. That's how they get their like young adult demo to earth to test out the earth um to see if it's uh livable after a hundred years of like you know turnover and evolution and shit so it's this whole story of them surviving on the ground and the rest of the people from the space station making it down and then obviously they find that there's people here um there's people there that were 
that stayed, that lived there, that waited it out, that survived through natural selection and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really cool. There's a couple of different factions down there. So you've got like, it's really interesting. And um, you know who else is in it? He plays the president of like this one faction of, of people that survived is the guy who played the dad on uh, Raylan's dad on Justified. Oh, really? I like yeah. him. Yeah, so he's he has an interesting character, and his son is one of the kids from the movie Empire Records. I don't know if you ever ever saw the movie oh, Empire. Remind me, of Empire Records. Empire Records is the it's like night. It's it was in the you know nineteen nineties record store. Uh, it's got the kid Nick Papa Giorgio from the Ve- uh, Ve- Vegas Vacation movie. Um, it's got Liv Tyler. I think I've and- seen parts of it. Yeah, it's a it's a nineties. It's got a lot of Jim Blossom's songs on their soundtrack. Um but anyway, he's he was in that. But what was the name of the one with uh Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi and Brendan Fraser when they went in the radio station? Uh Air something, wasn't it? Wasn't it Air, wasn't it Air something? Because whenever anyone mentions what's the name of it? The other one? Uh one you Empire Records. Empire Records. I always think of that one with them and I'm like, wait, no, that's not it. Oh, no, that the one where they took it over. Yeah, I can't remember the name of. It. Somebody's yelling at their iPod right now. Yeah, it's probably. Katie. Uh, I don't think so because I don't think anyone watched the movie Airheads. I told you it was Airheads. Air that's it. Yeah, I told you it was. That was Air a good something. movie. No, that was no, a classic. Was. That was eminently no. rewatchable. It's a classic. And Brent, space Brendan Fraser. Oh my gosh, terrible. <laughs> uh, Brendan Fraser is actually the voice of reason in that movie, which is kind of crazy. He is much like um, Encino Man. So the hundred, uh, it was a pretty easy binge because it's only in its second season. So mm-hmm. I watched the whole first season on Netflix, and then I watched like three episodes on iTunes, and then the rest on Hulu. Uh, they're in their mid-season break, like most network shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not like changing the world, uh, you know. Even though they kind of are on their show, but um, it's a it was it was fun. It was a cool show to watch. It was different than. You know some other shows like after, especially after watching House of Cards, I needed some some fluff, and that's about as fluffy as I get. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that uh, so I did it, and it was good. And then uh, I I'm starting to move on to another show, yeah, which is uh, the Shield. The Shield. I've never seen it, but I want to watch it. Uh, not in HD. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it's not a diff- deal breaker for me. It's not a deal breaker, um, but you know some of the camera work and it's just you, it shows its age at times. But uh, Michael Chiklis is just really good in it. He's a badass. And he's like a super dirty cop, and it's Ooh, crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. Cool. Oh, it's a whole show. It's a show about dirty cops. Like, awesome. Um, I mean, he like from the very first episode, you're like, holy crap! I I'm I ask you to like just watch the first episode and then see what you think. Um, it's interesting. So I'm going to stick with it. I was going to, I was debating between the shield, obviously, obviously, you know, our allegiances with the shield and ties to the shield from Kurt Sutter and sons of anarchy. And we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a writer on that show. And a lot of actors in the shield are on sons of anarchy. Uh, DA Patterson, the African-American woman is, Oh, uh, CCH pounder. Yeah. She yeah, has, she's been she's, in a bunch she's, of stuff. She's a main character on the show. She's in every episode. Uh, Walton Goggins, uh, Venus, Venus Van, Van Dam, Venus Van Dam, and whatever his character is on Justified, he's a major player in the show. Cool. Um, and the Mexican dude from House of Cards. The Mexican dude from House. Of the congressman, the, the Latino congressman. or Mexican, whatever he. The what? 
The yeah, the guy. I got you. I'm with yeah. you. I'm hip. Yeah, the the Hispanic. The guy. Yeah, we we need to have the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, from House of Cards. So it's got some good, definitely got some good actors in it, and so I'm uh, I'm intrigued watching it. I was gonna go to The Wire. That was my next option, but I felt like that was gonna be too, like that. I feel like that's gritty, like The Shield is, but I think The Wire is also like more of a thinking man show. You know, every season they tackle like a different part of whether it's yeah. the government or the education or whatever. Unions the, or yeah. So I was like, I, I, I wasn't feeling that right yet. So speaking of the wire, my good okay. friend, uh, oh, okay. I've got a little bit of news about the wire, which hmm. is just more more follow up than news actually. Okay. Um, so we talked about the wire coming out in HD on HBO Go. We did. Yes, it is now officially available in HD on HBO Go. Uh, huh. As a matter of fact, you can't get the old SD version on HBO Go anymore. Um, mm. They only have the HD one. And um, I was looking into it a little bit. Um, I was listening to a podcast. It's uh, um, episode 16 of the podcast Upgrade. Okay. And they were at the... It's a really, really long episode. It's like two and a half hours long. But the part that I'm telling you about happens like in the first five minutes. So you don't have to listen to the whole thing. Um, they talk about a little bit about how they the process of... Um, changing the the show from sd to hd and what they had to do like first season they really didn't have to do much because they shot it in 16 by 9 film and then the other seasons they still shot it on film but they didn't plan for it to be widescreen so they had to go in and edit a bunch of stuff and they just talk about it's really interesting but the the point of it is uh david simon the creator of the show is on board with the changes and stuff so it's all kosher it's all good and uh, my wife and I, um, she's never watched it before. I mean, she and I went back and watched um, episodes one and two of the first season. And she really likes it, but we watched it in the HD. And it looks gorgeous. It looks absolutely hmm. gorgeous. So so you enjoy the first two episodes? Uh, so far, we're really liking it. Um, okay. I've watched through like like halfway through season four. And so I'm just starting over with her again. But I can, I can definitely tell you. Oh, wow. You, you had gone that far. Yeah, I'd gone a long way. Oh, um, okay. But um, but I'm gonna go ahead and start over with her, and uh, I can tell you at least those first two episodes look really good. So, cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's I, I know it's gonna be a great show. I just have to be in in the right mood for it. You really do. It's dark. I mean, it's funny. There's funny parts, but yeah, it's it's an emotional trip. Um, so. For completeness, the shield is available only on Amazon Prime. I did see that. It is in on my Netflix queue or whatever Amazon calls it now. Yeah, so um watch list maybe. Yeah, that sounds good. Um yeah, not available there. The 100 is available on uh on the Netflix. So, there you go. Uh another new show that premiered just last night or was it last night? Yeah. The day before? I don't I know. Remember. I haven't watched Tuesday. it. Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh I was like what day is this? <laughs> um Agent Carter. And we I have to, heard so many good things about this. And we have talked about this. Obviously, this is the spinoff from uh, Captain America movies, Agent Carter, Agent Peggy Carter, Haley Atwell, mm. uh, the mm. SSR agent um, and her life after pretty much from the end of uh, the first Captain America movie after he gets thrown into the block of ice and then she has to live her life without him. So uh, this is all about her and her like eventually forming S.H.I.E.L.D., um, so it's all this story about coming back about how all the GIs coming back from the war and how she's kind of downplayed and she's not allowed to do anything, but then she does her own stuff on the side 
Very cool show. Um, and this is coming from someone who really is frustrated to the point of I haven't watched it in over a year. The Shield, or not the Shield, uh, Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. I should say. Uh, but Agent Carter is a very, very good show, and it's really just comes down to uh, one how they kind of pull in pieces from other parts of the Marvel universe and how that kind of ties in. One of the biggest parts of the show is um, uh, what's his name? Um, Howard Stark, Howard Stark's Butler Jarvis. Who's why was Jarvis was a real guy. Jarvis was a real guy. And that's what Tony modeled him after when he was his, like pretty much his electronic Butler. Right. But in real, in, in history, and what happened, he was he was Howard Stark's butler or, you know, probably eventually Tony Stark's caretaker mm-hmm. um, to some point. So he was an early mentor for him. So Jarvis is a big character in this movie. He's really cool. Um, and then also Haley Atwell is just phenomenal as the female focus of the show. I she's, like her a lot. She's smart. Uh, she's quick. They write very good stuff for her, <clears throat> especially um, her interactions with the men on the show and, and their, you know, personifications of that error. Uh, I think it's a, it's a very cool show. It started with a two hour premiere, um, on Tuesday, but I'm sure it'll just be one hour after that. I think it's just going to be a, it's a short run of episodes. I think it's like eight to 10 episodes, um, which is why it didn't, um, premiere till, uh, till January. So, um, it'll be nice to, to kind of see how this, uh, turns out. And, um, you know, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I watched just finished watching the first episode, so I, I can say it's uh, it's pretty decent. It's awesome. I've, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I've heard a lot of good things about her as a character. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a, it's a fun 1940s 50s spy kind of show. You mm-hmm. know? And you know me, I'm not much for period pieces, but <laughs> um, but she she's just such a cool character, and uh, I, I just I want to I want to watch her. You know, have you watched Barry Lyndon? I have not watched Barry Lyndon, but that was not for a lack of trying. Um, I promised a friend of the show, Katie from Chesapeake, that we would watch it together. and Or, or I should say she asked to watch it with me, and I obliged. And the, um, so I suggested a time for it, and she could not make that time, so I watched Last Samurai instead. Will we have a Blu-ray player available on our vacation next week? Uh, I can bring one. I ha- actually have a... I actually have one that I'm not using anymore that is in the garage right now. First word problems. So, I know, right? I don't know well, what to do I, with this Blu-ray player. <laughs> well, I, between the PS4 I have in the living room and the fire stick I have upstairs, I the only real need I have for a Blu-ray player is no need. So well, there you go. Yup. Um, so, yeah, so there will be a Blu-ray player. It's finding that time. I guess, you know. That, it's it, a long movie. You can put it on in the background while we play uh, Cards Against Humanity. I have the largest assembly of Cards Against Humanity cards known to me. <laughs> so, uh, lost within that soliloquy, Last Samurai, not a bad movie. I like it. Yeah. I think I think it's underrated. Uh, kind of reminds me of Dances with Wolves in its tone and story. Yeah, I had never made that connection, but as soon as you said it to me, I was like, yeah, I can definitely see that. The soldier and getting like you know assimilated yeah like becoming part of the culture and then you know all that stuff but um it makes sense anyway. yeah uh yeah i enjoyed it i enjoy all that samurai kind of stuff was pretty cool it was shot very well it, it's um, cinematography 
it, it was a period piece, and I did like it. So maybe I'm being turned around to period pieces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely. I have, I have some English uh, 19th oh, century dramas for you. No, like every time you tweet about the honorable woman in... The and, honorable woman is not a period piece. And and uh, the the midwife monologues that, or something, whatever is. it is. The midwife monologue. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. They should have named it that. <laughs> The midwife monologues. Oh <laughs> uh, no, the honorable woman is not a period piece, and it's really, really good. Okay, but it's it's tough. It's emotional. <laughs> you gonna be all right? Yeah, I might. I don't know. Okay, a lot of bad stuff. Uh, so watch Agent Carter. It's good. It's, you know, check it out. See what you think. Uh, and that I think that doth end our TV discussion. It dothest. Okay. Um, On- on to movies. Movies. Uh, is there anything that I need to look at in the show notes? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, so we had a bunch of movie news between last time we recorded and now. And I'll start with uh, a good friend of the show, Viola Davis, was cast as Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad, mm. the movie. Um, okay. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, she is known for uh, a bunch of things. She's very feisty. She's currently in How to Get Away with Murder. That's uh, mm-hmm. just season one just wrapped up uh, about a month or so ago. Uh, she was in Get On Up, the uh, James Brown story. Didn't see that. You saw that with your dad, didn't I you? I did. It was saw very it good. I saw that with Art, and it was very good. She was in The Help. Um, and didn't, you, I didn't see that either. I haven't seen that either, but I've heard good things. And uh, you will know her from, and I'm sure a uh, friend of the show, Chris, from Glen Allen will know her from, Season one, episode fifteen of Sophia the First, The wow. Buttercups, where she I, played <laughs> Helen Hanshaw. I do not know her from that, but I'm sure that I will at some point. You definitely will. <laughs> if um, that show is still around or on streaming in the next few years. Yeah. So she will be starring in Suicide Squad along with Margot Robbie. Is it Robbie or Roby? Roby, I Roby. think. Tom Hardy, Will Smith, Jared Leto, and friend of the show, Jai Courtney. Uh, she was in Disturbia. Yeah, she was in Disturbia, which I, like, I haven't I actually like seen, Disturbia. but I did see that on her. Um, oh, guess what? Guess who's breaking something to snowshoe? Oh, boy. <laughs> you have to watch boy. that. It's not bad. It's You know what it is. You know what it's a remake of? I have no idea. Of Hitchcock's um, Rear Window. No. Yeah. I love Rear Window. It's my favorite Hitchcock film. Yeah. It's got what I like about it. Obviously, it was uh, non-crazy Shia LaBeouf was in it when he was young. Um, uh, and uh, also the villain is my boy from uh, that I love from uh, the dad in First Contact. And, oh, yeah. He's uh, in a bunch of stuff. He was in, in The Rock. He was in L.A. Confidential. Oh, awesome. I love him. Yeah, really good. Uh, so I anyway, can never so, remember yeah, his I'll name. Have to, I'll have to put uh, Disturbia aside for you. Okie doke. And um, we will get Suicide Squad on August 5th, 2016. All righty then. Boom. Boom. Um, oh, this is super cool. This is interesting. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll be the judge of that. I think you will. Yes, you will. Um, as you know, uh, Sony Entertainment was hacked. And, yes. Uh, by uh, by Kim, Kim Jong-un or whatever the hell his name is. Um, and they there were some leaked emails that were made public. And one of them was very, very interesting. Is that the one that said that Obama's favorite movies were like 12 Years a Slave and Django? Yeah, same one. Um, oh. and there was a footnote to that one. And it said... <laughs> I have <laughs> Adde- no idea. Addendum. Yeah, addendum. P- P-S-S. Also, P-S-S. <laughs> also 
Um, no, they actually revealed that Sony executives want for the next James Bond because Daniel Craig is is only contracted for one more Bond film after Spectre. And he has already voiced desire that he wants to get out of it. He doesn't really enjoy doing it, which is huh. weird because he's really good in it. But yeah. um, Sony executives want to replace Daniel Craig with, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Friend of the show, Idris Elba. Oh, good for him. Yes. Well, I think, it. you know, if I recall that, I mean, we've talked about this as, as a rumor, and I think it, that rumor was just kind of confirmed through that email thread. Is that correct? Yeah, mm-hmm, basically. Well, that's awesome. I would love Idris Elba. I would, too. I think he'd be so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is so good. I need to I need to keep watching uh, the Luther. It is fantastic. And we should be getting some more Luther here this year. I remember. I remember yeah. us talking about that. Including getting, the American Are we getting version. more Sherlock this year? Uh, I know they're going to film one more this year, and I think we'll probably get it later this year. But I don't think they're going to do a three a full three episode run until maybe next year. Damn, it's yeah. been so long since Sherlock. I, I want to watch that movie. I want to watch the series uh, one just with him at the wedding doing the speech. Oh, that one was so good with the soldier. That was one. Of, oh. That was one of the best ones. Well, I, I had to watch that one twice. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, so along the lines of gritty drama spy movies, um, we also got news that there's going to be a new Pee Wee Herman movie. Oh wow! Super yeah. exci- let's do you have the super excited drop? Uh, yep. Um, wow. So, <laughs> oh, spare I'm no ex- spare no expense. That you need that drop too. Can you get the spare no expense drop? Uh, oh. No, I want John Hammond. Damn it! Uh, I I don't have that one with me. I have. That's fine. Have I'm, Indian I'm, drums. Add it, add it to the list, please. I got, I got some Indian drums. Add it to the list. Is, okay. What is this, Jumanji? Yep. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh, so Pee Wee Herman, uh, Paul Rubens, uh, of course. It, it really does sound like a Pee Wee Herman discussion now. It kind of does, doesn't it? I like it. Um, Paul Rubens. What's the, what's the word? Oh, you said the word. Uh, what's the word of the day? The word of the day is. <laughs> um, uh, Paul Rubens and Judd Apatow are putting this together. And um, apparently it was going to be Universal, but Universal has passed on it or something, and they've gone to Netflix, so it's going to be a Netflix production, and um, which is interesting because they just recently started streaming the entire run of Pee-wee's Playhouse on Netflix, so that's kind of cool. And their word is that they're going to start shooting sometime soon, possibly in February. Wow. So we're getting a new Pee-wee Herman movie. Can't tell you how excited I am. I hope it's more Big Adventure and less Big Top. I I don't. Uh, Big Adventure is Large Marge. Yep. Big Top is the stolen bike. No, Big Adventure is the stolen uh, bike. Big Top is the one where he's in the circus. I don't remember that one. Yeah, nobody remembers it because it was terrible. Okay. Um. So there you go. And awesome. speaking of exciting sci-fi films, <laughs> we have a a release date for Star Trek Three. Oh, excellent! Yes. Do we have a do we have a director for that? We yes, we do. Yes, we okay. do, my good friend, and it is your good buddy Justin Lin. Yes, Fast and Furious. Yes, Amen. Justin Lin of Fast and Furious and two episodes of True Detective will be directing Star Trek Three. We don't have a title um, yet, and we don't really know much about the story, but we know that it is going to be out on July eighth of twenty sixteen. 
And coincidentally, 2016 is the 50th anniversary of the original Star Trek TV show. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Boom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, so, mm-hmm. this is the big movie news. Yes, this is. Or, well. or really, by big, we mean small. By big, we mean small. This is the biggest small movie news, or the smallest big movie news. Did you see the original teaser that they put out before they put out this teaser? The super, 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 super tiny one? Yeah, the one you couldn't see. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, obviously, we're talking about Ant-Man. Ant-Man. It looks really uh, good. I have to say it looks good. Is it too late to change the name? That that uh, made it for me. That was a funny line. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the Ant-Man movie coming out in July, mm-hmm. uh, starring... Paul Rudd is Scott Lang. Yes. Michael Douglas is Hank Pym. I did not know Michael Douglas was in this. Did we already know that? Yeah, we knew that. Okay. Uh, Peter Russo. Yes. I didn't know as, he was in this. As Yellow Jacket. What is that a- guy's real name? A.K.A. the villain. Uh, something. He was in House of Cards. He was in uh, The Stain. The Strain. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. No, he wasn't in The Stain. He was in The it Strain. Start, it starts with a C. Or his last name starts with a C. We'll just call him it. Peter Russo um that's what i i mean that's what i prefer to do if i people i like i know by that if i said peter russo everyone knows what i'm talking about exactly no if i if i start saying yellow jacket and instead i say Corey stoll exactly see silence so so peter russo plays yellow jacket so he plays the villain Mm -hmm. um and he works uh in for hank pym and then steals his designs and he becomes yellow jacket Okay. So, um, and Hope Van Dyne, classic, classic sci-fi name, uh, comic book name, played by Evangeline Lilly. Oh, goodness. I do love some Evangeline Lilly. There you go. So, uh, what did you think of the teaser trailer? I liked it. I thought it was great. I'm, I'm... Like, even when he's, like, riding on a flying ant, I'm, like, totally there. I'm like, oh, it looks cool. How, but, like, how does he save the day as a tiny-ass motherfucker? I don't know. Like, like, how is he a superhero? I, it's just like, it's, I'm, intri- I'm intrigued by it. It's like, how does he really affect change? I don't know, but I'm, a, I'm in. I'm ready. Let's do it. Um, I do kind of so, wish Edgar Wright was still directing, but whatever. Can't have it all, Nicholas. That train has sailed. Uh, something that kind of wet your uh, wet your whistle a little bit. I do like it when my whistle gets wet. So wet. then, uh, coincidentally, Marvel has come out with Ant-Man number one. Ooh. Uh, a new comic book to introduce you to the story of Scott Lang. Cool. So there you go. So you can check out that on the uh, everywhere that comics are sold. Comicsology, Marvel, whatever you use to. Better comic uh, book shops everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's one in every town. <laughs> or not. It probably is. Yeah. They're just, they're just uh, not doing a lot of business probably. Nope. Um, so yeah, if you can check out Ant-Man if you want to learn more about it. And uh, we will... Uh, we will be excited for July, I guess. I mean, what else we got? Oh, we got Ultron. Yeah, out we've got summer. Age of Ultron coming out, which looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that, but that's in May, so uh, this do will we be have in July. Jurassic Park this summer? Yes, that's June. Jurassic World, rather. Jurassic World in June. Yeah, uh, we got Star Wars in December. Yeah, you know that's a long way away, my friend. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so Ant Man, go watch Ant-Man. the teaser trailer out oh, now. I know one thing that's coming this year. That. you're having a kid mm, that's true that's 2015 important. crazy that's important kind of a little bit 
<laughs> uh, yeah, things things will change, I guess, or something. They or so they tell me. You have no idea, brother. <laughs> um, so unless you three, I've got three and a half months. So yeah. let me uh, let live it up. So unless you have any more movie entertainment stuff, uh, we can move into what everybody's been waiting for, and that's Red Sox news. Ooh, yes. So uh, before we talk Red Sox, mm-hmm. since since we're on that topic, um, Boston, mm-hmm. this, and this was as of this evening as we're taping. Is this uh, breaking Thursday, news? Thir- breaking news as of Thursday evening. Should I break it? If we only if we want to talk about it, you want me to, you want me to break it? Break it. Now, of course, when you listen to this, uh, it will have already been broken yeah, many right. times. We broke it right here. It's broken. Uh, Olympics. Uh, t- Boston has been tapped as the 2024 U.S. Olympic bid for the Summer Olympics. Boom. So uh, there you go, and. Uh, they will be competing with sites such as Rome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Germany is going to throw in either Hamburg or Berlin. Mm-hmm. And France and Hungary are considering bids as well. Hungary? Yeah. Hungary. Hungary. Come on. Hungry, hungry hippos. Um, the bid will be awarded in 2017, so you only have two years to fret about it. Mm-mm-mm. Apparently, uh, Boston beat out rivals los angeles and san francisco good for them and one of the big reasons why they won apparently was uh what does it say apparently they used um their vast ability to have it's to have in an enclosed area all these colleges and universities and housing for the athletes Mm. and to build a lot of these temporary facilities that would afterwards be taken on by by paid for and taking on by those individual uh, colleges. That's smart. So, so they they really use that internal infrastructure um, to really tout that and, and to also say that hey, this is this is going to be a city that's going to be easily navigated, right? Uh, not something that's spread out over a large distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that's going to be kind of an intimate setting. Um, so they. Uh, they are very uh, excited about that. So, yeah, Boston's ability to focus on more than 100 universities throughout the area to house events wow. and athletes. Really? Yeah. 100? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know, right? It, tout- it touted a walkable technology-based Olympics and said as many as 70% of its venues would be temporary and the schools would pay for many of the venues, then take them over after the games. That's awesome. Wow. So, yeah. Good for them. I think uh, definitely uh, probably Los Angeles was the kind of the front runner um, as the safe choice and yeah. San Francisco probably the sexy choice. But uh, but there you go. Boston for the win. Boston's sexy. Wow. Um, so we have some uh, Boston Red Sox news. Oh, yeah. What's that? Did you like that? Didn't you um, play like something from the Royal Rooters? I should. I don't have any. I've I've got uh, I've got uh, I got this. You know what you should play? What? This is what every time we talk about the Red Sox, you should play the Carl Yastrzemski. Carl Yastrzemski. <laughs> the Carl Yastrzemski line from Fever Pitch. I should do it. Carl Yastrzemski. Carl Yastrzemski. That's not Yankees dancing. That's Devil Ray dancing. Yeah, yeah uh, which is funny because they're not even called the Devil Rays anymore. That's true. Um, so, uh, Red Sox news and all of this, except for the last bit, uh, is old news, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, old buddy, Will Middlebrooks 
is now a San Diego Padre. He mm. was traded to San Diego for catcher Ryan Hannigan, who is a pretty good defensive catcher. Um, and so that's done. Will's gone. Uh, the writing was on the proverbial. Uh, it was on the monster. monster. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. on the monster. Um, I have one legitimate question about this trade, though, which I for, think. What happens to Jenny? What happens to Jenny Dell? Do we get her back? Uh, I don't think we get her back because she works for CBS now oh, and she does sideline reporting for the NFL. Oh, crap. Okay, so, well, that answers I'm gonna that. Say, I'm going to say no on that one. Damn it. They traded Sorry. him too late. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so there's that. Uh, then uh, David Ross uh, signed with the Chicago Cubs, which is not surprising at all because after Lester did because Lester loved David Ross and it's not really a big surprise. Um, he signed for two oh. years. I thought him. I thought it was because him and Theo Epstein were the best uh, buddies. Were they were gerbil buddies? They're what buddies? Gerbil, Ger- like like gerbils. Ger- they Ger- both enjoyed gerbils. Gerbils. Yeah. Is this podcast going down a road? I don't want it to go down. <laughs> hey, you know, it's not. We're not making judgments about people's lifestyles or what they'd like to do behind closed doors. We don't judge. But I'm just saying that they were part of the Gerbil Squad. The Gerbil Squad. Yeah, they were in the they were in the Gerbil. They were like the founding members. They weren't just the president. They were a client. <laughs> I'm gonna take your word on that one. Uh, so he signed with the Cubs for two years, five million dollars, and five hundred thousand of that is up front as a bonus. Boom, boom. So he got a nice little payday. Um, Ryan LaVarnway has been very well traveled this off season. Um, so, uh, the, the Red Sox put him on waivers to make room for, I forget which trade it was, but they put him on waivers to, uh, make room for somebody for Corey Stahl. <laughs> sure. That's what it was. Um, so Who? exactly. Exactly. Peter fucking Russo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you, you say Peter Russo, we'll know what you're talking about. Um, so he was on waivers on Defe- December 5th. He was claimed off waivers by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Whoa, LaVarno is going to be a Dodger. That's super cool. No, on December 19th, he was claimed off of waivers from the Dodgers by the Chicago Cubs. Okay, that's cool. He's going to be a Cub. Nope. On December 23rd, he was claimed off waivers from the Cubs by the Orioles. So now he's in Baltimore. Huh. So in the span of a month, he has been uh, with four different teams. So much you get him a medal. Yep. Get him something. So Ryan LeVarnway, Baltimore Oriole. Wow. Exciting. He's one of those players that uh, has a lot of potential and hasn't lived up to it yet. And as soon as he does, we're going to regret letting him go. Um, But that's all right. He's a catcher. Um, So here's the big news. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Friend of the show, Pedro Martinez, has been elected to the Hall of Fame of Major League Baseball in Cooperstown with 91.1% of the 549 votes cast. He got exactly 500 votes, which is way over the 75% you need. He's going in with uh, fellow uh, classmates, I guess. I don't know what they call them. Uh, Randy Johnson, John Smoltz, and Craig Biggio. Biggio. Yeah, Craig, he, really? Craig Biggio? Craig Biggio, who played with for the Astros when they were decent, uh, which is a long time ago. Um, yeah, but really, did he really belong in the Hall of Fame? Apparently he did. Go ahead. Um, 
So I want to. I have, some, I have some beef with this stuff. You with this Hall beef. of Fame. Well, there's a lot but, of a lot of people that have a lot of beef with it. But I'll let you finish your thought. But uh, uh, as far as Pedro is concerned, he definitely earned it. Okay, so I looked up his stats and such. He went over the course of his career 219 and 100 uh, with a 2.93 ERA. This is uh, over, I think, 18 years. I believe was his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played for the Dodgers. He played for. The Mets. He played for the Expos. He played for the Red Sox. Played all. He was actually drafted in in uh, 1988 by the Los Angeles Dodgers, who won the World Series in 1988. Uh, you, you you definitely want to know that. Um, but listen, to this. He was an eight time All Star, three time Cy Young Award winner, and he won one Cy Young in the NL with the Expos and two with the Red Sox in the AL. Like, that's all, just crazy. All I remember is just how dominant he was against. The Yankees, when the Yankees had that just unbelievable roster mm-hmm. and were just churning out titles mm-hmm. um, in the like what late late nineties, early two thousand, yeah. you know, uh, somewhere around that time frame. And he, I mean, he just he made that team look like a Triple A team. And that's when I look and I was like, wow, yeah, you're hundred percent right. Like, that's that's a Hall of Famer. I mean, to make a team full of all of those unbelievable hitters. That did so. I mean, it won all those titles to say, "Oh no, yeah, you can't, you can't hit on me." Like, <laughs> and wow. he enjoyed it. Yeah, and he was good at it. I mean, he, and he, it was fun, and he and he was, he was very much loved the 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 Boston, you know, crowd and attention, and and played to that, and really, mm-hmm. you know, in engendered him, you know, with. Uh, with with the people of Boston and and how he just loved playing baseball and they loved to watch him. Yeah, you're exactly right. He loved it. I mean, I mean, you look at a guy like John Lester, and I don't want to take anything away from Lester. He's a great pitcher. He does a great job, but he's out there doing his thing. He doesn't look like he's having fun at all. Pedro Martinez, he lived it. He loved it. He had a great time playing the game, and he's just fun to watch. He's just fun to watch. Hmm. Um, so much like Craig Biggio, can we, yes. So speaking of that, so can we talk about three people who didn't make it in, but Craig Biggio did? Yes, we can. Was 69.9% of the vote. Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza was awfully close, especially since he declared, uh, a week or so before that he was not going to like try to campaign for it or push for it. He was just going to let it fall where it does. And I think Piazza deserves it personally. Arguably one of the best catchers. Yeah. In the modern era. Especially when he played for the Dodgers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, with 39.2% of the vote, Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I, I don't know that he's Hall of Fame, but that seems low. That does seem low. Uh, and in his last year of eligibility, 9.1% of the vote, Don Mattingly. I can't believe Don isn't. Oh, come on, put Don in. He, the only way He's, now is the veterans, whatever, the veterans board or whatever, they can, yeah. like, put him in. 9.1%. I love Don. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, um, and, and then some... I, I was just going to say, uh, staying on the ballot with 5.5%, I believe it was, was no Mark Garcia Parra. 30 votes. 30 Unbelievable. Votes. Who vote, Who voted him? 30, <laughs> 30 people voted for no Mark. He's still alive. I, mean, <laughs> oh, I love no Mark, but 30 votes. He's not um, a Hall of Fame shortstop. Can we talk about two votes for Aaron Boone? Come on. Come on. Aaron Boone. <laughs> One at bat. Oh, 
one at bat in 2003. That's that's him, what that's what got him those two votes. Gets him a Hall of Fame vote. <laughs> that's what got him those two votes. Oh one goddamn gosh. at bat. Unbelievable. That, that's what that's why I look at this and I'm just like, really, does this is this what does this mean? What does this mean? Well, they, you got people. Why don't, why don't they got, vote in Bucky Dent? Like Don Mattingly not in it. You got people like you know Roger Clemens and Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds will never be in it. Yeah. You got people like Pete Rose, most hits ever. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. I know. Most I've said hits it ever. before. Never, will never be in the Hall of Fame. I will say it again, and I believe it wholeheartedly. Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Of course, he should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't care about Mark McGuire and Tammy Sosa, but Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. God damn it. I don't know. It's just whatevs. It's whatevs, man. It's it is whatevs. What You're exactly it right. It's whatevs. It is whatevs, and I'm dropping the mic right there because I'm done. Drop it. Drop it and done. walk away. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> good. Good job by you, Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved. Hmm. That's the show. I don't have a pick tonight because we had a lot of stuff to talk about. I, I've got this, but I don't have a pick. Well, technically I do have a pick, but I haven't had time to write it up in a proper way to okay. present the pick. So maybe I'll, have a, maybe I'll have a pick for the next show. Yeah, we'll have picks. Uh, That's it. That's all she oh, wrote. I do want to say, I want to reiterate, you know, we said it at the beginning, but we need to she say wrote, it again. She wrote more than murder. She did write more than murder. Thanks, uh, Angela Lansbury. Um, <laughs> so I just wanted... Hey, love you so Angela Lansbury. Bed knobs and broomsticks, classic. <laughs> Don't you talk about Angela Lansbury. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to say again that if you have uh, requests or suggestions for uh, sound effects you'd like to hear on this fine uh, broadcast, then please let us know, and we will consider adding them. As long as they're not too gross. Wow. Just like that. Or maybe if they're too gross. Okay, there you go. Uh, well, until next time, for uh, for Nicholas uh, and Peter Russo, this is Brandon. <laughs> Have a name one day.